Welcome to the Straight Talk on Fleet podcast with Aaron Gilchrist. Each week, Aaron will be breaking down fleet management, trying to cut through the noise and get down to the real issues safety and operations leaders are struggling with every day. The goal will be to get to the bottom of how leaders can break down these silos of information, accelerate change management, how to use real-time accurate data to drive massive efficiencies across fleet-focused business processes, and to elevate people's careers with emerging best practices. Now it's time for the Straight Talk on Fleet. Hello, Fleet community. Welcome back to the Straight Talk on Fleet podcast. I'm your host, Aaron gilchrist Rugg. I serve as the VP of Evangelism for IntelliShift. On my podcast, I aim to be your trusted and reliable source of information for the fleet ecosystem based on my many years of experience as an enterprise size fleet director. Fleet management's hard, so we're going to break it down fleet manager style with a focus on everything from driver behavior and compliance to getting more from our internal and external partners and certainly our data. So let's get started. So on my last podcast, I started the conversation on sustainability. I talked about sustainability in three ways. So personal and professional, workforce and driver, and then fleet sustainability. And that was just really speaking from my own experience as a professional working mom of five, working in the demanding and ever-changing field of fleet management, as you all know, and being in the workforce for well, 35 plus years, so showing my age a little here. And I talked about how sustainability isn't a buzzword or it shouldn't be, right? It's a plan, it's a vision, it's a mission. So again, on the last podcast, I framed out how to build a sustainability plan for your fleet. And on upcoming podcasts, we'll break down project and change management as it relates to creating plans like these and how to introduce anything new or enhanced inside your organizations. Um, And I look forward to that. But let's just recap the core components of a successful fleet sustainability plan before we move on. So develop a plan, right? Select a strategic partner or partners with programs that are customizable to meet your specific business goals and objectives, really partners who can bring your vision to life with the proper tools and tech and analytics, robust analytics. That's what it's gonna take. Obtain key stakeholder and customer buy-in and support. Develop the vision, the scope and goals for your sustainability plan. Prepare a thorough, clear, concise communication strategy. Um, I can't emphasize that enough. That'll pay dividends. Build out the key elements of the plan alongside a KPI, reporting and analytics suite. Also critical to say, okay, here's what we plan to do. Here's how successful we think it's going to be. And then to be able to go back and show those successes in a way that your audience has already seen, right? And again, the biggest thing, and I'll say this many times on many podcasts, is this commitment to change, commitment to innovation and evolution for you, uh, for your teams, for your organization, and certainly Um, with tools and technology and analytics. I guess it bears repeating, just to reiterate, you cannot make it happen without fleet intelligence software. I mean, period. It's a place where the data can live and breathe and tell insightful, actionable stories. But again, more to come on that. So that's kind of a quick recap of building a sustainability plan. So let's jump into what I think sustainability means for our workforce, um, you know, our fleet team, our drivers, and you as the person who's leading this charge, right? So let's start with our drivers. I like to imagine a place where driver fitness is core to our operations. 
Um, and what do I mean by this? So creating an environment where drivers really don't have to think all the time about what it means to be a professional driver. So they can focus on the many things they do, installing cable, replacing windows, treating lawns, paving roads, delivering goods, whatever they're trained to do and what they love to do is what they want to focus on. So we have to make it easy for them to operate the most dangerous tool we'll ever likely give them their vehicle, right? And make it so easy for them to operate using tools and technology that it can do most of the work for them. Okay, so let's circle back to, to driver fitness, this notion of driver fitness. So it's about giving the drivers the safest vehicles, right? They're upfitted for fit and function and comfort and efficiency, maybe wearables. I know I love my wearable constantly reminding me to like breathe and stand up and move around, right? Wearables that digest and communicate driver wellness on and off the job. It's important. And, uh, and you know, they're probably already um, engaged in some sort of activity like that. Telematics and AI video dash cams to keep the drivers safe from distractions that we might be providing them. They might be creating for themselves and from unsafe drivers on the roadways that we can't control. You know, scorecards that encourage drivers to continue positive driving behaviors and work behaviors. But I think the big nut to crack here is convincing the drivers that a safe work environment is not just a way to do safety, right? It's the way that we work. We don't wanna suggest by saying a way that there's another way. There's not another way, right? We have to, define the way that we work and that be laser focused on safety and that you and the organization are laser focused on this one way of working, which creates a suite of processes, programs, policies, tools, and technology designed for their safety and sustainability in the workplace that allows for them to be there long-term for the things that matter to them most. So I'm going to repeat this, right? One way of working, great processes, tools, programs, policies designed for their safety and sustainability to allow them to be there for a long time, doing a great job and getting back to what matters in life to them the most. Making sure that drivers understand what's in it for them, getting home safe, avoiding false claims of liability, working for a company that will never rest until everyone is safe. This is critical for attracting and retaining employees now and forever. They have to know that you care, so invest. I think this idea of um, cameras is tough, right? Feeling like someone's always watching. So back to kind of what's in it for them. Talk to them about controlling the uncontrollable, like unsafe drivers putting them in harm's way. It's not always about what they're doing. It's about what everybody else is doing that you can't control, but you can add a level of a safety and control when you're giving them a tool like cameras that can detect when someone else might be coming into their space on the roadways. They deserve a mobile office that works for them, that keeps them safe, keeps them organized, fit and efficient. I mean, let them know that you're not watching unless there's an event. Let them know that we can fight false claims. Fleets that are branded and, and big or small are targets. So it's good to let them know how recording an event can prove their innocence if and when needed. And overall, that, that we can keep them safe with this type of, of technology. I mean, think about telematics back when and how 
it was sort of the taboo thing. Now it's standard. Everyone has it. And, And if they don't, they're getting it. We have to get through that so we can elevate to the next level of safety, which I think, you know, is, is AI dash cams. It, it just is in, in our drivers and our, and their sustainability, um, and our organizational sustainability is so worth it. All right, flight managers, let's talk about us. So how do we stay sustainable and relevant and fit for our jobs now? And certainly in the future work-life balance, you know, everybody talks about that you know, making time for lunch and scheduled breaks from your screens and date night with your kids or your partner. I think it's about protecting your time like your life depends on it because it does. I mean, I think I've heard that somebody wise told me that and it bears repeating, protecting your time like your life depends on it because it does. So how do we do that? I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts and your ideas on all things and certainly this because I'm always looking for ways for myself to to be more sustainable and fit for my life and for my work. But, you know, I think setting boundaries for work and family so everyone in your flock or your group knows what to expect. Calendars, post-it notes on your office door. I mean, whatever works best to let your associates or your family know that this is a time where you can't be disturbed for whatever reason. And frankly, you don't have to explain why. It's just about setting the boundaries. Structured meetings so that your time and the time of your meeting attendees is honored and protected. Like you want to be honored and protected. You'll get more done in less time with structured agendas and um, stopping on time. It's really important. People are counting on that meeting ending on time. And And I've been getting in the habit of preparing to stop a few minutes early, and then you'll succeed more often that way. And then fitness. I mean, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, whatever makes you tick so you can be your best self. When I think about mental fitness, it's taking time to rest my brain, right? That can span many interests. Maybe for you, it's reading or or meditation, Um, listening to music or or podcasts, (laughs) hopefully my podcast, time alone in nature, starting or ending your day with a routine that maybe involves nutrition, hydration, gratitude. I love that one. I do that as much as I can because it's such a grounding thing, right? Just to, to think about what you're grateful for. And, and it seems like everything negative sort of goes away. But really, it's about allowing your body to wake and rest in a more natural way. And there's so much on that out there. I encourage you to dig in deeper there. In terms like of emotional fitness, I think it's like being honest with yourself, where you are day to day with your emotional health, right? Again, that could be meditation or prayer or talking with a good friend or a mentor or family member, just somebody who you can be vulnerable with and be honest about how things are going, what you might need to feel more balanced and emotionally fit. Physical. This is a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but I like this word for me, just movement. Movement of any kind every day. There's lots of tools to do this. Again, maybe it's your fitness watch that reminds you to move or breathe or stretch or get up, whatever. But there's so many customizable things that you can do to keep your body moving in whatever way it feels good and comfortable for you. But movement, movement, movement of some kind throughout your day is just so important, has so many benefits. 
and you can be sharper for you and for everyone and for your organization and for your team. So that's a bit on, you know, my mind, body, spirit, fitness philosophy. Um, so let's dig in a little bit more to this notion of professional sustainability and staying relevant. Professional development has to be a core focus. Promoting yourself, right? Don't be afraid to celebrate wins that you and your team achieve. Reports, quick charts of progress on key initiatives, uh, recognition in your industry, but to your boss um, or your organization's leadership team. I mean, in the fleet industry, we have lots of ways to do this. I mean, submit nominations for, for you and for your team for industry awards to celebrate those wins. And frankly, your supplier team, your strategic partners, whatever you call them, they should be doing this for you. And if they're not, you should be asking them to. They should be helping to quantify how successful your new tech programs, policy changes, et cetera, have been, and then talk about it. Promote yourself, promote yourself, promote yourself. <laughs> Nobody's going to do that for you, but you can ask for help. Setting personal and professional goals. I think it starts with scheduling time with your leader to make sure you're always aligned and do that on a consistent basis. Um, researching courses, both internally and externally, uh, to increase your knowledge and skill sets, and communicate out what you've learned and how it's going to how it's benefited you, your team, and the company. Again, that just shows you're focused on your professional development. Getting involved in something that you're passionate about, I think, is critical to this notion of fitness professionally or personally. So for me, I sit on the board of Ronald McDonald House Charities. I love what they do and I get to promote their vehicle donation program. It fits with me professionally and personally, right? I love Pelotonia. It's an organization that raises money for cancer research. And that's really important to me. I suffered a huge loss in my life to cancer, my, my late husband, Brian. And so I am passionate about no one else experiencing that, right? So I'm involved with that. And, and, and I've gotten my organizations that I've worked for involved in some of the things that are passionate to me. So there's lots of crossovers there, but doing things and getting involved in things you're passionate about is critical to your wellness, your happiness, and being able to give back just feels really great. So for your teams, I mean, it's really just doing everything that you would do for yourself for them so lead by example they're watching what you do so when you take care of you you're taking care of them essentially allowing for an environment so all the things that i talked about just now allowing for that environment for them allowing them to emulate you and promoting that on your team celebrating that on your team celebrating the notion of personal sustainability, professional sustainability. And I think spending time coaching and developing your teams is the best time you'll ever spend. Their success is your success. Consistent touch bases, always knowing where they are, right? Allowing that open door policy that creates an environment of um, dialogue and honesty. On time evaluations with them, on the spot coaching, but certainly a structured feedback loop. Again, I love the daily and in the moment feedback as well. Structured goals for them and for you that are um, smart. And I think we all know what that means. But then holding them accountable for their own professional development plans 
is really important, they should write their own development plan. They should own it. They should communicate on it. They should schedule meetings with you to go over their professional development plan. That's not your job. Your job is your professional development plan. Your job is nurturing them, but they are responsible for the way that they want to morph and grow, right? So likely your organization has some mechanism by which they can do this, but if not, create one and I can help. So reach out if you want help on creating you know, professional development plans. It's just so important. So, you know, I'll go back to what I've said on several podcasts. And, and, and if you haven't heard, I think fleet management's hard, you know, life is hard, but using sound and proven methods to protect your time and care for yourself and your family, developing your teams and yourself. I mean, these practices can lead to a lifelong series of successes. And most importantly, they provide you with the health and well-being that you're capable of, certainly, and that you deserve. So that's a wrap for today, anyway, on building out sustainability plans for your drivers, for yourself, and for your teams. And again, for your fleet, like we recapped at the beginning. Again, I am more than happy to share my outline for today's content, take any questions or suggestions on what I've shared today. And if you found this content helpful, share it with your community, like, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite content. And until next time, keep it real, keep it safe for fleet's sake. And thanks for listening.